0: پنج تا 6 به شهر فست سیمرغ بیایید. داستان های خود را با ما قسمت کنید. وبلاگ سیمرغ www.parsma.blogspot.com listening to CITR 101.9 FM facebook.com slash Seymour Radio Hey! Let's talk about food and music, eating and grooving, munching and moving, forking and spooning, listening to tunes, yeah, dinner's on soon, and to get ready for, ready for peanut butter and jam. You're listening to Peanut Butter and Jams with hosts Brenda and Jordi on CITR 101.9, exploring local music and local food. Tune in to learn about the best eats and tunes from your neighborhood, and a weekly pairing for your date calendar. Warning, the endorsements and criticism expressed during the show are the opinions of the hosts, unless clearly identified as advertising. Put in your earbuds and fire up your taste buds. It's Peanut Butter and Jams.
1: And welcome. You are listening to Peanut Butter and Jams on CITR one hundred one point nine FM, Vancouver. Um, Brenda cannot make it this week, so it's just me, just Jordy uh, today. And I, but I am I'm going to try to give you guys something special. I am going to attempt to review every restaurant on Main Street. I'm going to start at Hastings, and I know I'm going to be. Uh, I'll, actually, I'll do. I'll do. I'll do Deacon's Corner, but I'm going to skip Santeva Sanders because so I've never been there. Um, and then I'm going to work my way up, uh, or I guess south. I'll work my way up the hill to the south of Vancouver and see how far I get. Hopefully, I'll get all the way to Little India, but we'll see what happens. Um, so in in between those uh, moments, I am going to uh, give you some music to listen to, starting right now with this band, Failing um you may know uh lindsey hampton from her work at Discorder. um there are other members in the band that i do not know but uh, Lindsay hampton has designed a lot of posters in town and uh she was in the friendship and the fawn plays the banjo sometimes she did some art based music uh, work at uh, music waste anyhow without further ado this is colors by failing <laughs> I'm just I'm just gonna get right into it. I'm going to start. Um, my name is Jordy. I'm the host of one of the hosts of Peanut Butter Jams, but currently the only host. Uh, and I'm going to start my quest to review every restaurant on Main Street. Um, we're going to start on the very northern end uh, with Deacon's Corner. Uh, it is uh, given its location, not as cheap as you'd expect. But a pretty good brunch place. Um just very traditional brunches. Uh everything from eggs and eggs and meats to just uh you know, they get they stay open late so they serve uh, dinner stuff too when it gets later. Uh but mostly mostly known for their brunches. I actually haven't been there for dinner, but I assume they save good dinner. Um Moving, moving down, you get to cent of a sandwich, which I did say i haven't been to, but I checked when i haven't been to a place, I will have either talked to my friends about it and or i'll just get a general impression of it on Yelp and uh, the internet, uh, but Scent of a sandwich, as far as I can tell, good quality sandwiches, reasonable prices prices, very simple sandwiches, so um, they don't have your uh, uh, some any fancy pestos or hard-to-pronounce uh, ingredients. Just very simple, straightforward sandwiches for about $6 a sandwich. Um, I have a list of all these things that I'm going through. Um, so when you get past Hastings, you will find Primetime Chicken, which is awful. Just don't do it. I'm going to skip right past that because I'll actually, no, I'll go into a little bit more detail. Primetime Chicken it seems like a good idea because there isn't a lot of food necessarily open at that time of night if you happen to be down there for a show. Um but when you find Prime Time Chicken, you're like, "Oh, well they serve chicken. How bad can it be?" It's bad. Don't just either plan ahead, walk a little bit further. Hold it. You won't work. you you will thank me. Um when you okay, so you get getting a little bit further, you get to Pender. Uh just past Pender, you've got um Golden uh, Garden Vietnamese cuisine, which I particularly like not because it's special in any particular way, but because it's located right across the street from the China Cloud. Um, it's a really great, great place to get some pho or to get like some spring rolls, any kind of simple uh, Vietnamese food that you might find at a pho restaurant uh, while you're waiting. Uh, it doesn't stay open super late, so it's kind of ideal before the show, but after the show it's probably closed um there there's uh it's actually quite big bigger than you'd expect from the outside but it goes quite far back uh yeah if you if you're down there if you're in the area you could do a lot worse uh you could do you could do better but if you want vietnamese food or you don't want to stray too far from the the china club maybe you're monitoring the lines or seeing when they open the doors um, this is a good choice uh let's see Um, Also on Pender, between Pender and Kiefer, you've got the Boss Bakery, which is a really good, uh, really great Asian bakery. One of my favorites, actually. I would say it's on par with Newtown. They have slightly different baked goods available. Uh, They've got better almond cookies. Actually, I'm not sure that Newtown has almond cookies. Uh, But they they don't have steamed buns, or at least not as good. They do have a restaurant in the back. I haven't eaten at it, but it lo- always looks pretty busy uh, when I've been in there. I would recommend going on uh, a weekend or during the day because it never really seems to be uh, to be that, uh, to uh, open that late. Uh, maybe that's the neighborhood. I mean, it is downtown East Side, Chinatown is not the nicest part of the downtown East Side, and a lot of those great uh, Chinese restaurants are only really open. Uh, during the day so that's just kind of general advice for the general downtown east side Um, once you get past uh, kiefer there's a ballet sandwich shop which is a cheap banh mi place Uh, i i've heard very good things about it from friends of mine who've eaten there but i have not had any of their sandwiches myself but you can't really go along with a banh mi because banh mi is basically the cheapest type of sandwich you can find uh, it's cheaper than the subway, and it tastes better, usually. Um, you've got... And then there is... This is the last one I'm going to do before we go into a little bit more music. You've got the A20 Italian Pizza, which is a really bad Bacca Slice place. It tastes like they have left their pizza out for hours before you eat it. Even... If you are drunk, I would not I would not say that you should make the trek from, say, one of the nearby pubs to this location. Uh, there used to be a really great fake Twitter account for A20 Italian Pizza, which said things like, uh, Pizzerina Farina is now out of dough, but A20 Pizza still has lots, or the unidentifiable white stuff on our pizza is cheese. Hashtag now you know. But it's. It, I was doing some research the other day, just a, a couple days ago, to see if that Twitter account still existed, so I could give you um, more accurate quotes or uh, direct you to to that uh, great Twitter that made so much fun of A20 Pizza. But it seems like the the owner of A20 Pizza uh, somehow uh, managed to get that Twitter account either taken down or taken over by them, because it's they there now is. A Twitter account for A20 Pizza, but it has no posts. Anyhow, that, we're at Kiefer. We're gonna keep going. We're gonna keep on going in uh, my review of every restaurant on Main Street. We've gone from Alexander to Kiefer at this point, and uh, we'll see we'll see how far we can get for the end of the show. This is going to be a little bit of a musical break. Let me break. My, uh, give my voice a break. I'm going to do this continually throughout the show. This is I Love You by Said the Whale.
0: When I learned that I had a brother, I made up a fence for you. We'd be crime fighters together and do things the brothers do. When you told me about his mother and all that she'd been through, what could I do?
1: That was I Love You by Said the Whale, who you may have heard of. They're one of Vancouver's more known local bands that haven't become famous. Local famous, maybe. Anyhow, um, you are listening to Peanut Butter and Jams, and I am your host, Jordy. I am attempting to review every restaurant on Main Street today. It is just me today, no Brenda. Um, our usual host I have so far made it from Alexander to Kiefer And i am, we are just crossing Georgia And uh, now I will talk about the London Pub I have been to the London Pub quite a few times And I've even spoken with the owner uh, I don't dislike the place I don't really love the place either It's kind of weird in that it's a place that It seems like it draws in people from other neighbourhoods like a destination, where they're like, oh man, gotta come out from New West and go go to the London pub because it's the coolest. I I don't know what the deal is with that, but I mean, I don't like it's fine, it's a fine bar. It's just, I don't know, it's, it's I don't see what the big deal is. It's got beer, and it does, they have good beers, but they're not like super cheap or, or super amazing. It's not like the Alibi Room or, um, or Portland Craft or Saint Augustine's, where they have like a giant selection or like a, a particularly notable selection. Um, they have some pinball machines that are well maintained. Um, they have some other entertainment things, darts and stuff that you can do. So it's uh, it's got that going on. Um, there's food there. I'm sure it's competent. I've been there probably like seven times, and I've never ordered food, and neither have as anyone I've been at the table with. So I think it's more i've always thought i've i've seen someone i think order food at a different table, but I've never done it. I'm sure it's fine they're uh, very competent um they show uh they show you how you can uh, run a bar very straightforward bar it's a good size popular uh efficient staff nothing to write home about uh so, moving on. Let's go to Pizzeria Farina, which is the next location down a little bit further. Um, we've got uh, Pizzeria Farina has really delicious thin crust pizza. Uh, it's small. They often sell out of dough. They run out. They only can make so much dough in a day, and when they run out, they just close the shop. So sometimes they'll close the shop at say uh, seven or eight p.m. Uh, if they're sold out then, if it's been a busy day. Sometimes they might stay open until 10 or 11, but that's kind of uh, that's something they do on a day by day basis. Their pizza is very good, very um, like kind of that New York style gourmet thin crust thing that's been moving into Vancouver recently. Their, I wouldn't say their food is as good as Pizzeria Barbarella, but it's still very good, and if you happen to be down there for an event, or uh, such as maybe playing pinball at the Cobalt, or uh, seeing a concert there or at the Electric Owl, uh, it's a pretty uh, great place to go and grab a slice. Well, actually, you can't get it by the slice. Share a pizza with someone you're with, or eat a whole one if you're feeling hungry. Uh, you won't you won't be disappointed. Their pizza is delicious. If uh, it is, it is like. 14 to $16 dollars a pizza. Just just so you know. Um, which takes us across the street. I did men- just mention the electric owl. Uh, the electric owl... Is... I don't want... Well, I'm going to do it anyways. I, I, I have never braved their Japanese tapas that they serve there. But everyone I know who has has regretted it so go in with your eyes open be cautious if you are planning on ordering some some uh some of the japanese tapas that you can find at the Electric Owl. the cobalt on the other side of the street is actually one of my favorite bars in vancouver they have a really great pinball night on tuesday where it's just they just have free pinball they have lots of machines um all of my friends are really into pinball, so I—I I mean, I like it. It's, it's uh, but I don't—I don't go there specifically because I love pinball. But it's something to do, and especially on a Tuesday night, it's uh, free, so you can just, you know, make some lights go off. Their beer on tap is pretty great, and they've always been a big supporter of CITR, uh, sponsoring events or um, donating to the silent auction. Um, I know there's been a bit of flack since. Uh, the ownership changed, but I don't think that the new owners are, are bad people or anything like that. I think they've done a really good job of running a venue in not maybe uh, one of the easiest neighborhoods to run a venue in. Um. So, yeah, that's... That's that. I'm going to play you a, a song now by Louise Burns. This song is from her new album, which is called The Midnight Mass. The Midnight Mass. And this song is called Jasper.
0: We're from the UBC Food Society. Yummy! And we're the only food club at UBC. We're about feeding students, but also teaching them how to feed themselves. Through our restaurant outings and cooking workshops, we hope to expose you guys to the diversity of cultures, flavors, and food communities Vancouver has to offer. So if you want to get involved, email us at foodsocietygmail.com. At Or check up on our website at www.ams.ubc.ca slash clubs slash food society. Or you can even join our Facebook, 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 Facebook group.
1: Yes, the UBC Food Society. On campus. Um, Going off topic just a little bit, I wanted to do a a public service announcement for everyone. If you happen to uh, frequent UBC regularly and uh, go to the International Village for your lunch break ever, they have closed down half the restaurants because of a sewage leak that happened. And so it's quite small right now and uh, it's currently being worked on. There's only three restaurants that are open there right now. So if you do happen to uh, be on campus and frequent that those places for your the International Village for your lunch, just be aware there's very limited selection. Your favorite restaurant there may not be open. Moving along though, um, my name is Jordy. Uh, you are listening to Peanut Butter and Jams and I am currently under attempting to Review every restaurant on Main Street. I have gotten from Alexander, and I'm just past the Georgia Viaduct now, which means that I have m- I may not make it as far as I wanted to. I wanted to get all the way up to Little India, but we'll see how that goes. Uh, this might be something that has a part two, if uh, if it needs to. Um so coming up uh next we were, we've made it all the way to Campagnolo um which is a really uh, great little Italian restaurant uh serves like traditional rustic Italian food uh not as expensive, not not too expensive given that the owners are actually the people who used to run Refuel and um uh, Fat Dragon it's kind of more upscale places uh, but they have uh, quite good pizza. Um, they have a, one thing that's neat about it is they've got a chef's special pizza. That if you go there, 15 bucks, the chef just makes the pizza that you want. They used to have a really good pizza and beer deal if you went there after I think it was 10 pm. Uh, you would get a pizza and a beer for the price of a pizza, which is pretty great. And um, I'm not sure if they're still doing that, but if you happen to be there after 10, check it out. It was uh, probably probably about a year ago when I took advantage of that, so I'm not sure that deal is still available. Um, they also have good antipasto and uh, various traditional uh, Italian foods. I was just checking out their menu. You can even get grappa there, which uh, I've never had, but it might be, might be something you want to check out. Um, I'm going to move on to National Avenue, and I'm just going to do this really quickly. There is, just for the sake of completeness, there is a subway on the corner. It's like every subway. There is a McDonald's in the uh, in the uh, train and uh, Greyhound station, or bus station. It's like every McDonald's. Um, and there is a Starbucks on the corner of Terminal. There is nothing even remotely noteworthy about any of those locations. Um, just past Terminal, there is another McDonald's. Uh, which there actually is something worth talking about. It is uh, quite big, and uh, and aside from the fact that it's within about a block of another McDonald's, which is weird, um, what's most noteworthy about this one is that it's open quite late. They they were one of the first places in Vancouver that had a walk-up window um, for late-night people to take advantage of it on their way home. They would get off the train, and you could walk up and grab... Some late-night food, it would be McDonald's, but you could still get something. Um, so if you are planning something, if you want a snack on your way home or uh, something gross to feel in your belly when you wake up, uh, to, but to help you with that hangover, uh, they've got that on the way there uh, On that, at that McDonald's. Um, just past the McDonald's, uh, going continuing to go south, there is a new fast food restaurant called the Main Street Grill, which is an off-brand fast food place that uh, took the space that the Burger King used to operate. Um, I've talked to some friends who've been there. They didn't say that it was an improvement on the Burger King. It sounded like it was the menu might still be being tinkered with a bit, but that the food was not that great at this point. So, I don't know, if you're interested in fast food in Vancouver, it's kind of interesting that it opened in an old fast food location, so it will still feel like a, like a big chain fast food restaurant, but the quality, may, they might not have the production line um, fast food ethos down just yet. Um, getting up to 2nd Avenue, uh, you've got the Narrow Lounge, which is a great place for a drink, uh, they have a really good bar. It's tiny and narrow. You, there's, you kind of have to go around into an alley a bit, and it's a little bit hard to see. Um, but you can probably tell that it's there because there's a there's a red light over the door, um, indicating it. And sometimes they have a sign out uh, that I've seen. I, I've seen at least once. And but also you'll see people walking in and out of it. It is. It does get quite busy, especially. On the weekends, it's a it's got food, but the food's pretty simple, small dishes mostly. Um, some of them are designed for sharing, so that's good. It's a pretty great place to take a date if uh, if you ha- if it's someone you like, because it it can't since it can get crowded, you might end up like packed up against them near the bar. So if you're not so sure about how you how you want that date to go, maybe not the maybe not your first choice. Maybe go for a coffee date first. But if you if you're pretty sure about uh, about the person that you're taking there, it's a, it's a good place for that. Um, from third to six on Main Street proper, there are actually, as far as I can tell, um, this is based on memory, some Google mapping, and some walking back and forth. Um, no restaurants that I could find or bars, um, but there is some restaurants just off the just off Main Street that are worth noting. Um, Nuba, uh, which has its uh, t- a tapas location there, which is uh, quite good um, for sharing, uh, also good for dates. Uh, relatively inexpensive and great for vegetarian food. Um, good hummus. Good um, good dishes that involve olives and feta cheese. It's very it's very simple. It's, it's Lebanese, I believe. Um, there is a new location of Peaceful Restaurant, which you may have heard of um, from its appearance on Diners, Drive-ins, and Dives, which is a show starring a terrible person who has a great job um but that that the um peaceful restaurant has expanded uh quite rapidly since the, their appearance on that show their their new location uh they have they have this new location which is on 4th i believe and then they'll have another location um or, no actually i think it's on 6th sorry I'm thinking thinking out loud on the radio bad scene um then you've got so you've got that new peaceful location there but they serve basically the same menu the food seems to be of the same quality i've eaten in both locations had some identical dishes in both of them and they were just as good in uh in both in both locations uh just their simple noodle dishes are really good if you're there by yourself if you're there with people you can get more stuff share it around it's that it's kind of ideal to go with with like five or six people um and this location just off Main is a better one to go to because there's usually no line to get into it, whereas the one, um, the one, uh, on the the old one, the original one on Broadway is often really busy. And there, if you're going with a group of people, which is ideal for, the, um, for a peaceful restaurant, it's too busy, too busy to go into, um, too busy to wait for anyways, unless you've got, I don't know. It depends on how patient you are. But I'm not, I'm not the patient type um also of note is the whip uh just on sixth uh which is pretty great for drinks they've got a good selection if limited a limited but great selection of beers on tap um and their food's all were really good i've never had anything there that i was like oh that's not what I, that's not what i thought as good as i thought it would be it's always been good or better than my expectations it's not too expensive if you go for brunch, it's surprisingly cheap for the quality of food you're getting. They have quite they have quite a good brunch menu. Um, so yeah, check that out. Uh, we've made it up to 7th Avenue and uh, I'm a little bit over a third of the way through the show, so I think I, I think I'm making progress. Um if you have just joined us, my name is Jordy and I am reviewing every restaurant on Main Street right now. Um and at 7th Avenue is a um, is a a staple. It's this is this place has been out in Vancouver dining, and everyone knows about it. Everyone has an opinion on it. They may not like it. They may love it. Depends on the person, but the foundation is there. Here's what I like to do with the foundation. The foundation, um, for those of you not in the know, is a vegetarian restaurant with inspirational quotes all over the building, and um, they constantly play rap music. And everything they have is vegetarian. Um, I would recommend that you go for the nachos and stay for the rap. If you do not like rap music, you will not like the foundation. If you insist on eating meat in your ma- in your meals, you probably won't like the foundation. Though the nachos are so cheesy, you could probably um, live with that if all you wanted was nachos. Um, don't, but don't go for like a full meal. It's a really great place to go with a bunch of friends. Get a, bit, get a plate or two of nachos, just um, hang out, drink some beers. I don't like anything else on their menu. I've eaten uh, many other dishes on their menu, and I find that they're always kind of like overpoweringly a single ingredient or a single flavor, and I don't think that they're really worth ordering, but I still like the place. So, you know, there's that. Um, We're going to play another song now. I'm going to give you guys... I'm going to give myself a a chance to catch my breath. And then we will move on. Moving south of the foundation. Um, So coming up uh, to listen to is Jay Arner. And this song is called Don't Remind Me. It's off of his brand new album uh, from Mint Records. Which he just signed to. Um, uh, Very happy. He's uh, getting some reviews on Pitchfork. He's been... Showing up, uh, showing up in the media sphere I saw a piece on him in the Granville Or sorry, not in the Granville The Georgia Strait recently uh, Very talented local musician uh, Half of Fine Mist And uh, now uh, striking out on his own uh, With uh, Mint Records Well, I guess On his own as a band With Mint Records as a label
0: About last night Did I get one? Did I take the one? The romance man It's always the same It's always the same Oh, don't remind me again The picture you painted.
1: And uh uh thank you uh for listening. Um you are listening to CITR 101.9 FM. Uh that was Jay Arner off of uh his new self-titled album Don't Rem- uh, that song's called Don't Remind Me. And um I just I uh, got a caller and I would like to uh say uh give a shout out to uh to Dave and he uh, wanted me to talk to uh about the union which I have been to and it's just off of um off of Main Street by uh, the Brick House on Union, and actually I should go back and talk about the Brick House for a second too. Um, If you're just joining us, I am attempting to review every restaurant on Main Street. I've got an hour and a half, so far I've made it to 7th, and I'm already having to backtrack to talk about some places that people are calling in to miss, but we'll see how far I can get. If I don't make it all the way, sometime in the future I will attempt to review all the restaurants I missed um but the union is uh a really great uh it's a vietnamese uh it's kind of a fine dining place it, it, they have really really great cocktails um there's a uh they have um like th- all sorts of really inventive things where they're putting in like plum wine or uh, un- unusual ingredients lemongrass is makes is, is appearances in some of them um and they also, if you if you're like hungry but you don't ha- want to spend a lot of money, they've got Bon Me, uh, which is really good and cheap, and it's a really really great location, um, especially for uh, you can you, they have some big tables that you can seat lots of people at, or they've got some small tables. Whereas if if you're on a date, you can go there, hang out. One of the nicer places uh, down in that uh, neck of the woods, which uh, and one of my favorite places in town, and that neck of the woods is. The Brick House, which is run by Leo, um, who is an, uh, a, a, st- a staple of the Vancouver bartender scene. He has been tending bar there for years. Every once in a while, there will be a little feature. I've seen him I've seen him featured in, uh, I think it was the West Ender um, a while back, um, where every, every once in a while, people will talk about how great the Brick House is. It's uh, independently owned. It's been around forever. It's got books all along the wall. There's pool tables. a fish tank in the back. Some people don't like the fish tank. They say it gives off a little bit of a smell. I have a bad sense of smell. Never noticed it. The music, um, something he picks out. The uh, self, they've got a coat. They've always got some coat check girls at the front who uh, will check IDs and take your coat for free. They've got bike lockups, um, so you can ride down there and lock your bike up. And uh, yeah, the brick house. And uh, oh, I didn't even talk about the drinks. Good bourbon selection, one of the better bourbon selections in town. And uh, usually relatively cheap, uh, reasonably priced beers. Um, One of the downsides of it is that it gets very busy on Fridays and Saturdays now. It's become too popular for its own good. But if you go on a weekday, say like a Sunday night or a Tuesday, you don't have to worry about that. Um, Now, okay, back on track. Um, th- on 7th Avenue, we, uh, covered the foundation, and now, uh, next to the foundation is a place called Nirvana. I have been there only once. It's not, it wasn't memorable enough that I wanted to go back. It's an Indian restaurant, it, uh, it's, it's been there forever. I don't actually know how they stay in business, because they never really see that many people in it. Maybe they do a lot of takeout. Um... Uh, I don't know. Maybe they just own the build, like own the building, so they have cheap rent or have a really good lease deal. The food's like not bad. There's nothing wrong with the food. Um, it's just not uh, nothing really. Nothing really grabbed me uh, when I was there. Um, across the street um, on the corner where uh, Main Street meets Kingsway is a place is a coffee shop called Jean. You've probably seen if you've ever been by there. It looks like a fishbowl. Um, it's uh, it's kind of a pretentious coffee shop, just because the people in it are always kind of in there to they. All, you kind of feel like they're in there to be seen. Uh, I don't, I don't judge too much because I've been in there before and I've, I've like arranged meetings when I wanted to impress the person I was meeting there. I don't know, so I don't, I don't judge. I, it happens. Um, just around the corner from Gene, uh, going a little bit off Main onto Kingsway is uh, Budgies Burritos, um, which everyone. Everyone I know really loves. I don't hate it. I just don't love it either. It's a vegetarian burritos. Uh, They're very big burritos. They're they're good size for your money. Um, But the price that you're paying, I feel like. I just want a better quality burrito. Maybe it's just because I, I, I eat meat. So when I eat, like, uh, if, I, if I'm if i going to rave about some Mexican-style food, it's going to be because the, the meat's got some delicious slow-cooking chilies involved or something like that. But I've never really been that excited about Budgie's Burritos, though I have eaten there many times. It's just a good place to go get something quick, cheap, vegetarian. You can walk on and and walk on out they do serve beer if you want that too um there's uh also just off just off main street in that area is a place called nice cafe which is um you probably know about it if you live on main street but if you don't live on main street you might not have noticed it uh it's a one of the better dive diners for breakfast and brunch on the weekends uh cheap you can get free uh, if you um you can get a wide variety of just standard breakfast items. So you got your omelets. You've got your uh, you, you've got your meat and eggs. You, you've got your hash. The you, and then if you flip the menu over, you can get sandwiches. But then you know they're like diner sandwiches. They're not. There's nothing special about them. There, except for the price point. The price is good. Um, one thing, if you do go to Nice Cafe, uh, is that. Upgrade to the free-range eggs, it's only a dollar and it's totally worth it. Their non-free-range eggs are gross, but their free-range eggs are delicious. Um, So 8th Avenue, where are we? We're at uh, the Wallflower. This is a pretty good diner for um, breakfast, lunch, or dinner, but for some reason it's always really busy. It's not that it's bad, It's, it's, it's good, I just don't think it's worth waiting for. But I think the reason that it gets slammed is because they have, they're really gluten friendly. They have um, options to make almost all their, me- not all, but like n- probably like 80 or 90% of their menu gluten free. And with the gluten free craze that's been going on in our city right now, it's not just our city, I'd say North America. Um, everyone, you, you know what I mean. You know someone who's gluten intolerant if you are not yourself, um, or at least claims to be. Um, but that they've really managed to start doing that right at a time when everyone wants a place to go there. So to, that it that has gluten free options. So they've got all that, and their food is good. But it's often quite busy. If you are going, to, if you've got someone who you want making dinner plans with who is gluten intolerant, suggest this place. It's a it's you won't you won't be disappointed. It's good. Um, you might have to wait a little bit, but. If they're gluten intolerant, there's not a lot there. There's not a lot of other places that they're going to be able to quickly go and easily get something without having to ask people, ask the waitress, oh, is there gluten in this? Is there gluten in that? Um, but um, if you are going without uh, people who have gluten issues, go somewhere else. Don't wait in line. Don't hold it up for everyone else. Uh, it's, it's just, it's, it's good, it's just not worth the wait in line. Although, um, one thing that is noticed is they always have a blue plate and a green plate special, which I think is a nice nod to the, to, like, old school diners, which you don't see these days that often, where they're, like, blue plate special on seven. I don't know, just a thing. Um, next to the wallflower is a place called Cray, which is a Louisiana style, or, like, maybe New Orleans style, uh, uh, crawfish place. They have... I, I've never been to it, I should say. I, want, I went to a, the location that was there before it, uh, Tempest Steakhouse. I've been to that, and so I know what the inside is like, but they've redone it. And uh, they have a totally new menu. And it's now called Cray. Um. Uh, but, what I'm told about it is that it's a great place to go if you want to try crawfish. I don't know if that's something you want. Mini lobsters or... I don't know. I've never had a crawfish. Um, but aside from that, it's not uh, its not like spectacular. It's got middling reviews, as far as I can tell otherwise. Um, but if you want a new experience, want to try some Cajun cooking, that's your place. Cray. Um, across the street from Cray is a place called Cam's. Um, it is not the best Asian bakery in the world. But... It's got a really, really great location. If you're in a rush and you happen to be going, uh, getting off a of beeline at Main and Broadway, and you are like, "Oh man, I could just go for like a barbecue pork bun," go in there. If you go at the end of the day, they'll often give you a deal. They'll give you a two for one or uh, offer you something. Just they'll just start haggling with you to try to get you to buy more um, for less money. And it's it's all it's it's good stuff it's just not it's not the it's not as good it's often often at the end of the day it's not quite as fresh um but they do try to sell all their stuff at the end of the day so you're not getting you're not worried about getting day olds it's just kind of towards the end of the day sort of baked goods um so its location is probably the best thing that it has going for it it does have uh an asian interpretation of western breakfasts if you go on the weekend um or maybe even during the week i've never tried during the week but if you go on the weekend for sure which is very cheap. And you can get like um an an omelette with which is just with only egg with soy sauce on it it's uh and some like kind of asian style sides it's it's kind of cute it's not it's it's definitely a different experience uh very protein heavy um but i don't know I, I mean, you, you you get what you you get what you got um there's a, this is really, um, I, I'm going to kind of get into some coffee shops here just be, uh, just before we go on a break. Um, but we've got Bon Chaz, which is honestly kind of a dull coffee shop. It is a good location, Broadway and, uh, Broadway and Main. If you don't want to cross any streets, if you're in a real rush, yeah, sure. Go to Bon Chaz. Um... D- down the street just a little bit kind of between um on broadway just off main street on broadway um, but towards kingsway there's a place called our town if you have time and you want a coffee i w- and but you don't want to leave that area i would recommend you go to our town which is a community supportive or a commu- supportive of the local community um has good coffee they have beer they have sandwiches they have breakfast sandwiches um they have breakfast burritos they have paninis um and uh they sometimes have events at night um the the their coffee's good it's a really great atmosphere uh if you happen to be um uh, it, it li- if you happen to live in the neighborhood keep an eye on their events they occasionally show like movies or like have bands appear in there and uh it's a, it's a cool little coffee shop our town across the street is the last place I'm going to mention before we go on a break. Uh, back to some music and give my voice a little bit of a, a rest um, it's uh, Tim Hortons uh, it's, it's, it is what it is It's have, have you been to a Tim Hortons before because you're I assume from Canada it is open late that's the one thing Tim Hortons has going for it actually no wait there's one really notable thing about this Tim Hortons which is that if you work there and you have a big beard, which at least one of their employees does, you have to wear, wear, um, like a hairnet, but for your beard, you have to wear a beard net. And so, occasionally, you will be served by someone wearing a beard net. True, true story. Um, we're gonna go to some music now. Uh, this is Bear Mountain off of their album XO. It's brand new. Uh, just came into CITR. And uh, once, once they've played that and uh, uh and i've my voice has had a chance to rest we'll come back in and i'll see how much further i can get down main street we've made it to broadway there's so many restaurants between seventh and broadway that i i don't i don't know i feel like i'm slowing down but we'll see we'll see we'll see how far i can get this is bear mountain <laughs>
0: New Testament? I think the New Testament. The question is, Pilate, remember Pilate from the New Testament? this Pilate? He fiddled, well... While... Yeah, no, wait, just a minute, let me ask the question and you can give me the answer, okay? Did Pilate want Jesus to be crucified? Yeah, uh, 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 Pontus Pilate washed his hands of it. So did he want him to be crucified? Yeah. No. 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 Well, tune in every Friday afternoon, 3.30, to the night. Rush Well, find a good church. It'll help you out.
1: Uh, you are listening to Peanut Butter and Jams on CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver. Uh, this is Jordy, I am your current host, Brenda is away today, and I am attempting to review every single restaurant on Main Street. Um, I have gotten as far as Broadway, starting at Alexander, and I'm gonna see how much further I can go. I'm already two-thirds of the way through my show time, so I might have to pick this up again. At some future date. Um, this will depend on uh, what... How, just, we'll just see how far I get. Um, so, at Broadway, uh, there is a fair amount of restaurants right around that little location. Um, Broadway and Maine. Um, uh, just off... Just um, just a little bit to the west of Broadway. is a place called... I'm, I'm going a little bit off Maine. Only if it's something that I feel is special. But uh, I feel like Conju Noodle House is special. Um, it's a really great uh, Chinese restaurant, it's cheap, um, it's packed um, at, at certain times of the day, although usually you don't have a big wait because it's huge. Um, there is parking around back, if you happen to drive, um, which I found out when I was walking through the alley one day. Um, uh, they, have, they stay open pretty late, until 1 or 2, uh, they, have, they have barbecue duck there which is really good, lots of great Chinese other uh, dishes. Uh, dishes uh, not in the sort of like Western delivery Chinese style, but more of a, a little bit more of a traditional Chinese style. Um, they also do a lot of congee, um, which if you haven't had is uh, rice boiled so much that it's in a, uh, kind of like a porridgey form, um, and uh, it's in a, a stock of some sort. Uh, and uh, it's if you go early enough in the day, they're actually open quite early. You can have it for breakfast. Have some Chinese porridge for your breakfast. With checking out um uh, so there is a place um next to uh, the parking lot just on main street and broadway uh called cafe barney just off the just off of it um there's a multiple locations of cafe barney in town the main street one is as far as i can tell roughly similar uh to the other ones except in like physical dimensions. Um, it's a really good second choice if you tried to go somewhere and you couldn't get a table because it was too busy and you can't decide where to go. Cafe Barney is really like solid. It's usually not packed. It's usually not too busy, but it's it concede a large group. Um, it's a little bit overpriced, but you know, it's, uh, you kind of, i think that's why it's usually not that busy so it's it's pleasant it's reliable the staff are good the the food's consistent i've uh never been wildly impressed by anything i had there and i've never been incredibly disappointed by anything i had there it's just just is what it is um moving a little bit further on the other side of the street we've got uh kafka's a coffee house now, I personally am not much of a coffee drinker, um, despite the fact that I will be mentioning multiple coffee shops that I've been into. I usually get tea when I'm in there, or, you know, some sort of pastry or something. Um, I've never actually had the coffee at Kafka's, um, though I have been in there. Uh, it's basically like Jean, which, if you heard earlier, is kind of a place for cool people to be seen by other cool people. Um, but. For people who have a different aesthetic of what's cool, if you know what I mean. The coffee's good. The coffee's good. Yes. Sarah accordingly, music director at CTR says the coffee is good. <laughs> um, so, so the coffee there is pretty good. Um, waves across the street from that is a fairly dull coffee shop, but it doesn't. It don't rule it out if you need a place to sit down for a long time it's great for that free wi-fi and i always see tons of students packing the place um studying working on their novel or whatever um it's a good place for studying they won't hassle you uh you can sit there as long as you want and they're open pretty late so you can stay uh uh, stay there past 10 past 11 past midnight i've never stayed i've i've never um i don't remember ever seeing it closed though that's possibly because by the time i walk past it I was too drunk to notice if it was closed or not. But um, it stays open quite late anyways. Um, let's see. We're getting to 10th. Uh, getting close to 10th anyways. Um, so there is a, a little diner called the Sunny Spot Cafe, which I think is actually one of my favorite diners in town. Not because it serves the best diner food. It has one thing that I order all the time, which is really Which is really what makes them stand out for me, um, which is their fruit breakfast. Um, It's eggs. uh, uh, It's like your normal uh, like meat and eggs and toast breakfast, with the uh, with the hash browns replaced by fruit. And their fruit is always super good, really fresh. They usually they don't skimp on it. They don't just give you like four types of melon and a pineapple. Um, They give you uh, like lots of strawberries. Uh, kiwis, sometimes they'll give you watermelon which I think goes well, especially when I'm going for brunch, when I'm usually quite thirsty and I can't get enough water watermelon is is even better than water Um, I go there with uh, I try to get my girlfriend to go there even though she doesn't like the place it's because she orders their uh, eggs benny Their, their eggs benny is not particularly good, but that's okay, I don't really like eggs benny, I just get the fruit breakfast everyone should go there Always get the fruit breakfast. It's great. Um, moving down, uh, down a bit. We've got we got we were getting to Tenth Avenue. Um, I wish Sarah accordingly was still here because she was just telling me, um, how good Charlie's Little Italian was. Um, really traditional uh, Italian sort of place. She said she needed help with the menu because she didn't know what half the things on it were. Um, but. It's uh, it's in the location that replaced Habit. I think it's still owned by the same people who run Cascade and Habit. Um, uh, but it's apparently uh, very very good. Um, she could, she could probably give you more detail. It's just like very simple pasta, uh, tomato sauce, and uh, uh, worth your time. Uh, not uh, even though it's just pasta and tomato sauce, it's a good. It's a good example of it. Um, next to it is Cascade, which. I don't know how this happened because it hasn't been around that long. It's just become like, it's like the place to go on Main Street. It's always busy. Um, I don't know how, they have really good bartenders. I think that's what did it. Um, They have this kind of British decor, which I find kind of annoying, to be honest. The keep calm and carry on thing, I feel, is really an image that's really overdone. But I do love the bartenders there who are... Some of the better bartenders in the city, maybe, uh, I'd say Diamond is probably my favorite bartenders in the city, but uh, if you're looking for a cocktail, uh, Cascade uh, will not do you wrong. They do the cocktails that they do really, really well. They are expensive cocktails, they're like $10, $11 cocktails, but they're really good cocktails. A lot of places just started making lots of expensive cocktails um, that don't really do the cocktails justice, they're not worth the money you pay for them, but... At Cascade, they make them perfect. Um, they also have some dishes called the, uh, like finger snacks that you can get. You can get like three of them or you can get five of them or you can get seven of them depending on how many you want. And there are a wide variety of choices um, as, a, as a package deal. If you don't want to get a full meal and you just want to f- uh, share things, so you can get like bar nuts or um, I think you can get peanut brittle. Uh, there's some pickled vegetables, uh, stuff like that. Uh, things that you can just kind of snack on while you're having a drink with some friends instead of getting a full meal. I'd actually recommend doing that over getting a full meal. If you, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go to the Cascade to get a meal, even though they have food. Their food's kind of pricey, and I mean it's good. It's they, they, don't do it wrong. They just, it's not, it's not, it's not worth the money you're spending on the food. Um, now the Cascade is often really busy. Like if you go there with a group of people, you would be like, oh man, I can't, I can't get in here. Um, it's a good place to go early. Um, which is very, tr- uh, similar to the rumpus room, the rumpus room. I had a slow start when, it, when it started in Vancouver, but it quickly took off and now it's always busy. I, whenever I walk past this place, it's packed. They've got a new patio. Well, it's kind of a patio. It's just like AstroTurf, um, with, uh, some fences and fencing around it, um, in a parking lot. But it's, it's, if you're, if you want to be outdoors, that's, uh, they've got that. Um, their drinks are good they ha- I love the games that they have the, the rumpus room feel that they've got going on and their bathrooms have hilarious art in them um, if you've been there you know what I mean if you haven't uh, check it out next time you're there make sure you use the bathroom while you are in the rumpus room um, it's a really fun place to hang out good drinks, don't get the food don't get any of the food there it's all, they all just overdo everything, there's like either too much too much food on the plate for what you order or like if you get like ants on a log there will be like a billion tons of peanut butter and you're like I, I i mean i i wanted to taste peanut butter but i didn't want to eat a tablespoon of peanut butter with every bite or i mean and they're all their dishes are kind of just like over overdone with the with the gross bits well i mean they're good it's actually it's actually it's overdone with the good bits so it's like the good bits but they don't restrain enough so that you can enjoy them. They have so much of them that you feel kind of sick after you're done eating there. So I wouldn't recommend getting the food, but I would recommend hanging out there. Um, across the street is a Filipino restaurant, which is going to show off a glaring uh, hole in my knowledge about Filipino f- food called Josephine's. Um, I don't know anything about this place except for what what I've seen on the outside and what I've read in reviews. I don't know anything about any of the Filipino restaurants on Main Street, and it turns out there are a bunch of them. Um, There is Josephine's, seems like the least popular of them. It is a traditional Filipino food, tends to get bad reviews on Yelp, Um, all meat dishes. It's usually empty, poor lighting, friendly staff. Um, But traditional Filipino cuisine that if you are Filipino, you might like it. If you're unfamiliar with it, maybe not a good introduction to it. Um, next to it is a place called Aling Mary, which is a bakery, a Filipino bakery and a grocery store. Also, I'm unsure about the quality of that place. And um, going a little bit further down the street, I'm going to jump ahead just to cover the last Filipino place so that um, I can get them all out of the way right now. Uh, on main street uh, just after 12th avenue is a place called goldilocks um which i am always too embarrassed to walk into um it's just it's the name i feel like i I feel like people are going to make fun of me if they see me in it um i don't know i I think i might be subconsciously and then also when i kind of look at the things i'm like i'm not really sure what that is because it's some sort of filipino baked good and i am familiar with chinese baked goods i'm familiar with like western and european baked goods but uh filipino ones i have this big glaring hole you know what um, I'm going to uh, uh, Goldilocks has two locations and they're apparently quite popular so I'm going to check out Goldilocks and I will report back on my take on Filipino qu- uh, baked goods from uh, someone who has very little knowledge of it um, or maybe I'll talk to some Filipino friends of mine Anyhow, I'm going to go into some music right now I think it's about that time uh, this is what did I plug in? I've been talking for so long this is the Courtney's um, this song is called Manion And it's off of their new album, The Courtney's, from Hockey Dad Dad Records. Hockey Dad Records is the best, and so are the Courtney's. Um, I hope you like the song. I am going to uh, catch my breath. Malt vinegar, newspaper wrapping, red sauce, tartar sauce,
0: brown sauce. Cool Britannia, Britannia, you are cool. Take a trip, Britain's ever, ever, ever shall be. Hip, 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 hip.
1: Chips with everything. CIPR 101.9 FM's Great British Music Show. It's hot, hot, hot. You didn't say when it was, man. Oh, yeah, right. (laughs) Uh, Alternating Sundays, 5 to 6 p.m. The very best of the very, very (laughs) Britishest. Ah, yes, listen to Chips with Everything. Uh, food-themed for my food-themed show. Um, this You are listening to uh, CITR 101.9 FM. This is Peanut Butter and Jams, and I am attempting and gradually realizing that I am not going to review every restaurant on Main Street this episode. Maybe uh, we will continue this next episode. I'm going to talk it over with Brenda. I thought I could finish this, this episode. I was way too ambitious. I've gotten to 11th. And I'm going to see how far I can get in the next 15 minutes before uh, a flexor head comes on, but uh, we will we will see what we what we can see. Um, so I am Jordy. This is Peanut Butter and Jams, and I am reviewing every restaurant on Main Street as far as I can go. Um, so coming up next is uh, Burdock and Co. Now I feel like this. I haven't been to Burdock and Co. and that's not what I'm going to talk about because I think Burdock and Co. is probably great based on the menu I've seen and the uh, inside. I haven't been into it yet, but it looks good. But this this location that Burdock and Co. is in, I feel like it's the Baboos of fine dining uh, in Vancouver. Um, baboos being, um, uh, uh, if you have, if you are a Seinfeld fan, uh, the place that. Uh, just was in, he was, he started that uh, restaurant in a location that just, it just died. Every, no matter what restaurant opened there, it just died. And Burdock & Co. has just opened a restaurant in that location. Um, cafeteria was there before. I loved cafeteria. Cafeteria closed. They sit, they, they claim that Burdock & Co. bought them out um, because, and there was an offer on it and that's why they closed it. But I was walking past it. Um, the day they put up the sign, it was very abrupt when they closed it. I think there was financial reasons to close it. Um, I'm not sure what they were, but they, um, uh, they, this, uh, but before cafeteria was a place called Pings, which is Chinese fine dining and finger food, same thing. Uh, it was, uh, it was good and then it just disappeared. And, uh, before that, I can't remember what the place was called before that, but that same thing happened to that place too. Um, so, I, I mean, go go and support Burdock & Co. while you can. I'm not holding out hope that they're going to be around for a long time. Um, next to Burdock & Co. is Lucy's Diner. Lucy's Diner has a well-deserved reputation as a good late-night diner. It's not worth going during the day because you can go at night. Go on your way. Go as, like, a when you're out drinking with your buddies and you're like, Man, we should go get some food. I, I don't want to go home yet. Go to Lucy's Diner. It's it's you can. There's better places to go during the day, but there aren't uh, a lot of better. There isn't much in the way of better places to go late at night, and they're open really late. Um, they serve uh, basically grease spoon diner food and kind of fifties style, and they're they're good at it. Uh, they have like gravy on their biscuits. Uh, they have uh, you can get meatloaf, you can get uh, burgers, sandwiches, everything there is good. But you uh, but everything there is good, but ev- but it's not great. you know you know what I'm saying? It's, it's good. when your when you're, um, options are low, it becomes great. But when you've got lots of options, it's just good. Okay. Moving on. Um, next to uh, Lucy's diner is a place called or next uh, restaurant on, along, the, along the street of Maine that uh, I am reviewing is a uh, a place called Kiso Island Japanese. It has uh been around a long time. It's a sushi restaurant that's kind of opened when sushi restaurants started being everywhere and it's stuck around. It's a competent but not really special sushi restaurant. They have good happy hour. They have a ha- some happy hour deals that you might want to check out. Um haven't heard anyone rave about their food. I've I've, I've only had it once. It was I can't remember to be honest, I can't remember what it was like, but it was I'm sure it was fine. Um, it wasn't bad anyways that's what you ha- that's what you can say that's the best you can say about a lot of sushi restaurants because they're all kind of the same. There's just a lot of sushi restaurants with the same name and or with different or with different names, same menus and uh, I, I kind of feel like Kiso is one of those places. Um, it was a long time ago, so I don't know maybe they've changed. Um, anyhow on 12th. We've got a Subway. It's the same as every Subway. Moving on. Um, There's a Dairy Queen. Same as every Dairy Queen. Um, It's got hot eats, and they suck. It's got cool treats, and they're great. It's hot. It's summer. I am sweltering in the studio right now. We have no ventilation in here because ventilation makes noise. And I wish I was eating a Peanut butter Parfait right now. But since I am not, if you are hot... You might want to make a check out there. On 13th, on the corner, there is a, well, relatively new coffee shop called uh, 49th Parallel, which, uh, it's not new in town. There's one on 4th that's been there for a while, but it's new in this location-ish. They also serve Lucky's Donuts. Um, Everyone loves their donuts. Uh, I'm not a huge donut fan, which is... I don't know, it's fine, I like, I, I, when I went to, uh, when my girlfriend went to Portland, she got some from Voodoo Donuts, which was a special treat, and I actually, I I liked those, um, because they were so over the top. 49th Parallel Lucky's Donuts are not as over the top, and I don't know, They didn't really seem, I've had one or two, and I don't know, I wasn't, my mind wasn't blown. People like them, though. Um... The coffee is the coffee there is good. Fourteen Parallels coffee is great. Um, next to that, you've got a Mister Brownstone, uh, which is a zero personality sports bar. If you think Main Street needed one, then this must have been a godsend. But it's like it's—I guess it's better than an Earl's. Or moxi'es um, or what have you, or just kind of like that sort of restaurant where it's a step above those things where it's like your chain restaurant that you can go to watch the game at um but it's it's pretty forgettable I don't know it seems to be it seems to do well, so I guess people like the food there I haven't heard anything good or really bad about the place, but you've probably heard of Vera's Vera's, which is uh Fairly close to in location to it, um, it's probably Vancouver's best known local burger chain. It's good. It, it, I can see why it's so popular. There's not a lot of a, a lot of places in Vancouver that make a good burger, or at least not that have a chain of restaurants and have been doing it for a long time. There are some great burger places. I don't get me wrong, um, but Vera's is uh, perhaps. The uh, the best known one it wins wars in the straits all the time. If you want a burger, you're not going to be disappointed if you go to Vera's. Um, it's attached to a cobs. Now I don't love cobs, but I do like cobs, and there aren't a lot of bakeries on Main Street. Or at least not bakeries that sell bread. There are ba- there are bakeries, but they're kind of like the more bakery slash coffee shop cafe than they are bakery bite bread here bakery and cobs is a bite bread here bakery and i like that um i wish there were more the, the i don't like this the the grocery store bakeries as much um I, if you it's not that much more money or if it, it's not it's, if if you get like maybe the 199 loafs at grocery stores and maybe it is a little bit more money but if you are getting four dollar loaves of bread anyways might as well go to Cobb's. it's better quality it's fresher keeps better it's, i don't know it's it, it's good you i wouldn't i wouldn't mind a terra breads opening on main street somewhere or something similar to that but we've got cobs that's good too um you've got the hide uh, which is a bar and, uh, it's, it feels kind of like a cheers where, uh, everybody, uh, you feel, you feel like people should know your name, even though they don't, because I, I don't go there that often. I've been there a few times. Um, but I feel like there must be people who go there all the time who the, they do, they do. Um, if you don't want like a specific place to drink, but you just like want a drink and you're wandering main street, you can wander up, you can wander on in there um just relax it's a relaxing place you could probably watch the game there too i've uh i've never done that but they they have bar food too the bar food uh, tastes like bar food Mm, you know you know what i mean um and then ah geez uh okay well flex your head is coming on pretty soon i'm going to finish reviewing till 14th avenue so i've got two more restaurants well they're kind of restaurants we're gonna we're gonna not gonna end with a bang here um Starbucks is on just on thirteenth, right before fourteenth. Um, what's why am I mentioning it uh, instead of just saying it's just like every other Starbucks? This one is not just like every other Starbucks because cops are always there. I do not know why, but there every time I've been walking by it, maybe not every time, but many times I've been walking by it, I've seen cops getting coffee there. So I don't know if you want to drink coffee in a safe place where uh, where you, you, uh, there's not going to be any cramps committed. Starbucks. Starbucks on Main. There's also a hot dog stand right as- uh, across from that mall, or right outside that mall when it, that's attached to the IGA. Um, it's been there a really long time, and it's an above-average hot dog stand. It's no Jappa Dog, but it's better than just getting a dog at like a, a a school a school bake sale or a school hot dog sale or something. Is that a thing that you remember happening? If you don't remember it happening, it's better at getting a, better than getting a hot dog at uh, Nat Bailey Stadium. Or, you know. You know what I mean. Or if you don't, we're out of time. I'm sorry. Um, I have to... Uh, I'm going to put a track on and let uh, Darren come in for Flex Your Head Get Set Up. And uh, make sure you uh, stay tuned. I will podcast this episode if you uh, f- feel like revisiting it. And I am going to attempt to finish reviewing every restaurant on Main Street... Going from 14th up, and uh, it's, it's uh, maybe the next show, uh, maybe the show after that, but but sometime soon. And uh, so yeah, uh, uh, come come on back. Well, I'll be here in two weeks. And this to let to let you go with is Slam Dunk. The song is called "Dying Breed," and it's off of their album "Welcome to Miami." Congratulations to Slam Dunk, who are opening for Built to Spill. Getting big.